Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits, and a rock steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable, and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, magic makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back, and listen to today's show. Hey, magic makers, it's this week's iTunes review. Amy W. Fitness says, Kim knows her stuff. Keeps it real on all levels. Five stars. Awesome podcast series on relatable topics that women deal with. Kim's advice, along with her sense of humor, is what everyone needs to find their fit girl magic. Well, thank you so much, Amy W. Fitness. That warms my heart. If you haven't yet left your review, please head over to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast and hit rate. And then hopefully it's a five-star hint and leave me a review. Thanks. Okay, Magic Makers. Today, I want to talk about the five things that are keeping the weight on you over 40. And, you know, I was, you know, going through, you know, think about this podcast and I was like, okay, you know, what do I like? What are the conversations I regularly have with my clients? Like, what are the things, the, the the themes, the issues, the challenges, the obstacles that are always seems to resurfacing? And you know, many of you are very that very special snowflake. You are, but I always seem that we always seem to you know run down the same path. Okay, and so the first thing I see regularly is that you want clear, right? You are not clear about what it is you're trying to achieve or you're clear for today and then two weeks from now it's something else because you know life got in the way and maybe maybe you realize you bit off more than you could chew but it's really sitting down and just getting so crystal clear this is what I want and so I want you to think about the best way I can describe clarity is that have you ever bought a house okay and so I remember when um, my husband and I were buying our first house and our, the real estate agent we were working with, he she said, okay, guys, like, great, glad you want to buy a house, but I want you to get really specific about what it is that you're looking for and, you know, write it all out. Like, how many bedrooms are you looking for? You know, what is the, the ideal layout that you want? What's the neighborhood that you want to um, live in? How many bathrooms do you want? What is your price range, right? So that literally it was like, you know, we're writing every single thing down. You know, this is what I want. 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 So that when she's, you know, culling through the the listings, she, you know, what it could bubble up that, oh, this is the, the house that Kim and Philip are interested in, or this is the house that, you know, some other client is interested in. And I feel that so many of my clients, they come to me and they look, oh, I want to lose weight. Okay, how much are you looking to lose? Well, you know, like five to 10 pounds. And most of you aren't looking to lose weight. Most of you are looking to change your body composition. 
And so what is your ideal body composition? What are you looking for? Is it that you're trying to come down one or two dress sizes? Is it that you want to look in the mirror and have a flat-ish belly? Are you looking in the mirror and you want to have reduced cellulite? What is it that you're looking for so that when you're working with a coach or even for yourself, you know when you get there, right? You know, I use GPS all the time as, a, as an example. Um, in my GPS, I have to specifically put down one, two, three Main Street. Right. If I just put down Main Street, depending on how long Main Street is, you know, I, I always talk about uh, there's a place here in uh, Massachusetts called Mass Ave. Mass Ave goes through, excuse me, four towns, four towns Mass Ave goes through. I could end up down in downtown Boston or I can end up in Lexington, start of the revolution based on the address that I pop into the GPS, right? Are you tired of jumping from one health and fitness program to the next without seeing any real long-term results? I get it. Life can be unpredictable and sticking to a consistent routine can be tough. That's where I can help. Introducing five days to consistency. My new free five-day challenge that will help you develop lasting, healthy habits with just a five minute commitment, I will guide you through creating a personalized plan that fits your lifestyle and your goals. No more chasing unicorns or bouncing from one 30 day challenge to the next. Magic makers, it's time to focus on real change, the kind that sticks with you for the long haul. So if you're ready to make a change and develop the habits that lead to long-term success, join me for the free five days to consistency challenge. Let's start to make healthy living a habit, not just a one-time thing. So I want you to really um, also think about another thing that just popped into my head. Think about... Um, Street, right? So there is a um, Sydney Street in Cambridge. There's one in Brookline. There's one in um, there's another town, uh, Marshfield, right? So either one of those, if I don't type in the right address, I can end up in the wrong place. So if the first part is like getting so clear about what it is that you want. So it's like, um. I want to, because when I'm clear, then I can develop the action steps that I need to take. And we'll talk about that a little bit later um, here in this podcast. But it's like, I want to get clear. So uh, let's just say this, right? You know, one of the things I work with uh, women on is reducing belly fat, right? You know, as we get over 40, our hormones get a little wonky and the belly seems to hang on to a lot more weight than we wanted to. So I work with women on belly fat. So let's say, okay, I want to reduce my belly fat. Awesome. Okay. I, th that's, so that's something that we can, we can measure, right? We can take a picture at, on day one, we can measure our bellies and we can use the circumference of where we are right now. We could also look and say like, can I see my, you know, even if you have an any, like how any is your, is your belly button, right? Um, does your belly hang over your pants, right? Those are things that we can take pictures of and we can start to have assessments as to what is going on. So that's getting clear. Like I want to lose my belly fat. I want to lose, you know, X number of inches, around, you know, around my belly, you know, we can clearly measure that. So the second place comes is that we have to stop living on autopilot. And I see it all the time. That is just like, you know, 
we just work like this, you know, you get up, you've been working out the same as, as you've been working out the same, you've been eating the same, you've been, you know, sleeping the same and, you know, maybe you've been telling yourself um, the same story. Oh, you know, whew, it's really busy with work right now. Once work settles down, oh, I can get back into my routine. Oh, the kids just got out of school. Or the kids are doing this. Once they get settled in their routine, trust me, I'm right back in it, all right? And sometimes our current um, health and fitness routine just isn't giving us the results we want. Like you are finding yourself stuck in the same rut, eating the same foods, doing the same workouts, and not seeing any real changes in your body. And it's frustrating, right? You know, clients going to be like, Kim, like, what the hell? Like, what the fuck? Like, why isn't anything changing? And even though you are working hard, you're like, it's it just, it's still not enough. Well, here's the thing. To see a change, I have to make a change. Something has to change. Our bodies are so adaptable. Whatever you're doing, your body's like, girl, I know exactly what you do. When we go to the gym at this time, we get on this treadmill, we lift this amount of weight, we do the same damn shit. And so here's where we, where you have to look at yourself and kind of break it apart. And I'm going to be honest and, you know, this is what I do for a living, but I have to say this because I know that I've done this myself, is that whenever I feel stuck in a rut, I hire a coach. And I hire a coach because I can't see the trees for the forest. Because in my head, I am eating right. I am working out right. I'm doing all the things. But the last time I hired a coach, probably about a year ago, she pointed out I was eating too much healthy food. Boom, right? Like there was nothing on my food log that was like I wasn't going out and you know drinking too much. I wasn't eating you know chips and salsa and guacamole. I wasn't doing that. I was just eating too much healthy food. Now I wouldn't have would I figure that out on my own? Maybe, maybe not. But I needed someone to be like, girl, you're eating too much, right? So that that's one thing. Second is I was pretty much doing the same styled workouts that I've been doing for the last 15 years. And one of the things that she mixed up and was full body workouts, right? I was doing, I've been doing body part split workouts since the beginning of time, since 2001, 2001, I started doing body weight split workouts, right? 2001. I now do full body workouts, right? I do full body workouts to do metabolic workouts all combined together. And so, or if I do body parts, but it's upper body one day, lower body the other day, it's no longer, you know, what bodybuilders do. And that was another change that my, my body, that my body needed. The other change was, you know, I had to make sure that every time I did a strength training, that I was really challenging myself with the weights that the last few reps felt challenging but doable and um my friend jessica she describes it as death plus three right the last three reps of every set that you do it feels challenging right that it feels like with good form it feels like you know what this way i chose i I, i'm feeling challenged with the weight and you know as people ask me well what, what weight should i start with again it all depends right but in you know um in my membership, I give a new workout every single month. And, you know, by the end of the month, out of the, you know, five to six different exercises that I give you, at least one of those exercises, you have, 
you um, ideally will have shifted a weight, you know, uh, be it, you know, two pounds above what you were doing when you started the month. And so that way, you know, it's progressive overload, right? And so I know a lot of you, uh, uh, you know, COVID made us all a little cuckoo, but many people are just hopping from one workout to the next workout to the next workout. But I will challenge anybody on random workouts versus progressive overload workouts. What's going to give you the results that you want? And I will tell, I will, I will, I will die on the hill that progressive overloading your workouts will give you better long lasting results. And what progressive overload workouts look like is that every single month you might have very similar workouts. So you might be doing a chest press month one. Next month, you might be doing an incline chest press. Month three, you might be doing a chest press again, but now you're doing it with dumbbells so that you're working the same muscles in a a, uh, similar fashion, but it is a way to help uh, hit the muscles in different ways, but at the same time, build strength in a progressive uh, pattern. Um, So... Here's where, you know, we have to be um, getting back to the basics, right? And so the basics for a lot of people, boring, 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 boring. But boring is gets results. Boring is your the consistency that so many of you need, you know? And so it's coming back to the basics. And when I come back to the basics, you know how I talk about that Fit Girl Magic formula. I start with um, great habits that leads to a routine that leads to consistency that leads to results, right? If I'm able to follow that formula, I'm going to have the results that I'm looking for. So it's it can be as simple as making sure you're getting in enough protein, making sure you're getting in uh, your fruits and vegetables, looking at your sleep, looking at your self-care, you know, are you taking rest days? Are you getting your ass to bed? Are you stressed like a mofo? Are you like, ah, that's just how life is. Don't worry. I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. Bullshit, right? You are never going to get to it unless you make it a priority. And so, and and here's where I'm going to say, not everything can be a priority. I challenge my clients, pick something that feels challenging, but doable. You know, right now um, I've had this, I always, you know, challenge them to get, um, they're non-negotiables, right? It's things that you can do regardless of what's going on in your life, regardless if it's busy, regardless if the kids are doing anything, regardless if your spouse is doing anything, vacation, so forth. And so one of the, the, the new things I'm working on is that I'm trying to have five to six cups of vegetables every single day. And so I'm not, you know, diving into the, the fruits and vegetable pool i'm like okay girl right now I, I i looked at where i am well right now i'm between three and four cups and i'm like okay so let's get solid on four cups right once i get solid on four cups we'll move to five then we'll move to six but i'm not going to be like i need to do six because i'm that girl who's like if i tell myself i'm going to do six and i don't do six I get pissed at myself i'm like oh my god i suck should i be even be doing this i'll start again on monday does anyone, does this sound like anyone? Bueller, right? So these are the things that were, where it's like, I want you to, to be, have that beginner's mind. We all can't be experts, you know? Back in school, you showed up at kindergarten and you colored. You didn't be like, so I've been coloring since I was three. 
can we jump ahead to like that advanced calculus shit? Like I got places to be. You're five years old. Where the fuck do you need to be? So you need to start to think to yourself, how do I get back to my basics? Like feel into like where you want your life to be. And, you know, one of my uh, clients said to me, she's like, I just want to think anymore. Like, I feel like I'm always thinking. I feel you. I absolutely feel you. And so in order to get to that point where to feel effortless, right, I got to go through the suck. I can't skip the suck. I have to start with, and and I'll I'll talk about this in in the next one. I got to start looking at, uh, uh, actually not the next one. I have to start looking at at the, the, um, I have to start looking at my behaviors and my habits, right? Because that's what's going to make it start to feel effortless. And so it, and you know, I wish I was one of those people who, you know, like I wish I was like an antibiotic, right? That says in 14 days, it's no longer gonna burn when you pee. I wanna be able to say that to you. But, you know, it's, we all come to nutrition workouts with our own damn baggage, right? We all have the, some of us have a little cute little like, um, crossover. Some of us got a gosh darn uh, steamer trunk full of past diet trauma that have been inflicted on us, either self-inflicted or, you know, from friends, family, diet culture, social media have been inflicted on us that we have to work to freaking unpack that so, so much. So here's where, um, the fourth one here is we have to believe, right? Believe that it's possible. And I know that at the beginning of this journey, you know, uh, I want us to uh, think about where walking through a forest. And for some of you, the forest is like, it's thick. Like the trees are so close together that you feel like you have to turn sideways in order to get uh, get through that. But what, what, I, what, I'm, what I know, and we can go back to... Um, uh, the hypnosis uh, podcast uh, that I did with uh, Julie Costa is that we run on autopilot, right? It's 95% of our actions are just boom, boom, boom. We're doing them and not even really realizing we're doing that, you know, doing them. I mean, think about it. How many of you um, drive to work and you're driving and sometimes you're just so, you know, deep in your thoughts that you get maybe halfway there or you pull in the parking lot and you're just like, gosh, wow, I got here. And you don't remember driving there because it's just been, it's just what you do. It's like, you know, uh, it's just what you do. But also there are things that we have like these hidden scripts that are running behind the scenes that are replaying um, things we've done in the past. You know, I was uh, just at a, um, uh, I was just at a talk and it was, you know, talking all about like your your hidden self. And the uh, facilitator, he was saying that, you know, we all have, I'm, I'm going to use the word trauma, but, and and it, it's funny because before that, I always thought of trauma as this, this really like, you know, tragic thing. And he says, you have three levels of trauma. And when something happens to us, we imprint it in our brain. And there's like three levels of it. And depending on how, you know, traumatic the event was, 
it can it can just kind of sit like just below the surface. And so one of the traumas is that um, uh, maybe someone told you about your weight, right? Um, there was a, I went to a camp. I, I used to work at a camp every year for o- over a year, over a decade. And this woman, uh, she was, God, she was like in her 40s or 50s. And she said, when I was five years old, this kid called me fat on the playground. Here it is 30 plus years later. And she always has been reliving what this little kid said to her. And she doesn't even know what this little kid is, right? She, you know, of course we all remember, you know, that person who was mean to us, remember their first and their last name, right? We're like, Jimmy Smith told me on the playground, I was a fatty boomalati. And that's the, the, that's the trauma that's been running in our mind that, you know, I can't lose the weight because Jimmy Smith told me I was fat. And that has been playing in the background of our mind that, that, that on the, her like mind radio, that's been playing in the back of our mind. And some of us have that, right? Some of us have that or, oh, girl, you've tried dieting so much before. Why are you even trying? Do you think it's going to work? And those are the hidden scripts, those hidden stories that we keep telling ourselves, even though it, we might not be conscious of us saying it, it's it's playing back there. And so every time you try and you fail, it's your body's way of saying, I want to try to protect you because, you know, the two things that um, psychologically, the two things that humans desire, right, when it comes to change safety and certainty i want to feel safe and you know your body or your mind doesn't know the difference between you being hit by a car or saving you from your critical thoughts like there's there's no real difference in your brain about that and so if you are like that person on the playground told me I'm fat. Your body's like, and you felt really bad. You're like, you you're like, you know, he made you cry at five years old. Your body's like, we don't want to go through that again. That sucked, right? So we want to keep you safe. So we don't want to ever put you in a situation that you would ever be called something. And so your body, like, that's kind of that 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 yeah that that pull that we kind of get into that self sabotage. Um, state of mind. And so I want you to kind of like, once I kind of just like raise an awareness, you know, I want you to kind of think about like some of the stories that you might be telling yourself that's why you can't, you know, be consistent, you know, why can't, you know, consistently have this workout program or eat a certain way or sleep or, you know, make time for myself. Like, am I telling myself these stories because there was something that may have happened in the past? Or is it that I just, I just, I don't think, right? I don't believe that it's possible for me that I think that I'm like, it, it's too hard or it must look a, a certain way. Um, and, or you're unsure that if I do so, you know, I say that there's, let me just rewind. I just get, um, so I said, there's like four kind of mindsets when it comes here, you know, is that we have the people who think they're so rigid. They're like, I must work out this way. You know, I, I had a client when she first came to me. She was like, Kim, um, I eat and I I eat this way, right? She was very regimented. She was like, these are my five meals. And she's been eating the same way for decades. And I was like, and you're just like, my body's not changing. She's been eating and working out the same exact way. I'm like, she's like, my body's not changing. And I was like, well, girl, 
and you've heard me say it before, and I will say again, to, to see a change, you have to make a change, right? Your body adapts, right? Your body is so adaptable, it's ridiculous. I said, something has to change. And I said, it could be uh, changing up your meal parts, right? And I was like, have 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 breakfast for dinner. Have, have dinner for breakfast, right? It was just like, change something up so that your body isn't like, um, we have oatmeal with berries and protein powder. Then we have chicken, broccoli, and brown rice. Then we have a yogurt with berries. Then we have a protein and a green vegetable and a starch, right? Your body's just like, I know exactly what's coming. Change something up. Change the flavor profile. Instead of have chicken, can you have beef? Can you have shrimp? Can you have fish? Instead of yogurt, can we change that and have tuna? Can we, you know, can we change instead of having oatmeal? Can we instead have eggs? Like, so there's some little nuance that changes in our nutrition. And so many people are like, when I say variety, many of you get all freaked out, like thinking that I must have a different meal all the time and be marches to it. No, I'm saying stop going to the, the grocery store and buying the same shit week after week after week after week. I'm asking you to go to the grocery store. And if last week I bought cucumbers, this week buy carrots. If last week I bought butternut squash, this week buy beets. If last week I bought coconut oil, this week buy flaxseed. And now you're going to be like, I'm single. I live by myself. I didn't finish all that. I will never ask you to waste food. What I'm saying is the next time you go to the goddamn grocery store, stop buying the same shit. If you are not out of that coconut oil, use that shit until it's done, then buy the flaxseed. All right. That's what I'm saying. It's like, again, autopilot. I always buy coconut oil. I always buy olive oil. Stop it. Like buy something different every time you need to replace something. That's it. Now, does it have to be radically different? You know, I always, I, when I was, when I was regularly coaching my um, competition girls and I, I, I still, my regular uh, non-competition girls, I say, come up with two to three menus, two to three weekly menus. And it's basically, you buy this one week, you buy that the next week, you buy that the third week. And I'm just constantly rotating through three menus, right? Because it's like, um, it, it it just makes it a little bit easier for you. And you, there might be some overlap, but there also is some some changes. Because if I look in the mirror and I am not changing, something has to change. And again, you don't need to do this on your own. You know, like you can raise your hand and be like, hey, girl, hey, I don't know what to do. Great. Like ask for help. Like that. I, I, so many people aren't are, are afraid to ask for help because it's like this is how I think it has to do. Second is resistance. The mindset, the other mindset that comes up is that resistance. And so it's like, I know that my body's not changing. I, I hear you, Kim. I absolutely hear you. However, there's a story in my head that says, what if it doesn't work? What if I do something different that doesn't work? Well, this is what I'm going to tell you. Guess what? You can always go back to what you were doing. Right, give it a give it a shot, and I ask you to give it a shot for sixty days. Sixty days, like in a true shot, not like a half-ass shot. Like use that your whole ass, 
use your whole ass on this one. You know, I, the, the example I give here is a um, GPS. I use Waze, right? I use Waze all the time. I live in Boston and traffic just sometimes just blows chunks. And I use Waze just to like get around the traffic or at least know how long it's going to, how long it's going to take me to get somewhere. Um, Cause I'm always kind of playing beat the clock when I'm trying to get places on time. So resistance mindset is that you're driving down the highway, going to the, going to grandma's house and you've been going to grandma's house forever. And this is the route that you go. Waze says, Hey, traffic is building ahead. Get off in two exits. And you're like, Ooh, I've never gotten off on that exit. I don't even know where that exit takes you. I don't even know what town I'm in. If I get off on that exit, here's the question. If you have a resistant mindset, you don't get off. You're like, this is the way I go. I know if I go this way, it might take me a little longer to get to grandma's house. I'm going to stick stick with what I know versus, you know what? I hate traffic and I'm going to make that, I'm going to get off in two exits and th- see what happens. Like bless and release, right? So that's, that's, a, that's a, re- a resistant mindset. It's just like, even though there is a different way, you're going to stick with what you know. Third one is that, roadblocks right shit is always going to happen and if you tell yourself shit isn't going to happen you're lying (laughs) you know and what it's life right so where here is where i ask you to say what always pops up what are the things that always derail you and for many of us we know the things that derail you you know what's going to derail you you know that when summer comes the kid's schedule gets out of whack. So can we be more proactive with that schedule and say, we know the camps that they're they're attending or the, the different activities. Can we start to take a look and say, okay, how can I fill in the gaps with my time? How can I work their schedule around my schedule so that you know I can find time to work out? I can find time to make that meal. You know, how can I start to be more proactive than reactive in this in this case so that I'm not I'm I'm able to work with the schedule changes. Um you know, same thing with work. You know, we all know those times when you know it gets busy. Okay, what am I going to do so that we all start to think in a proactive way? How do I navigate the busy? How do I navigate when, you know, um, a schedule change? Uh, I had a client and she's like, she's one of my like most um, dedicated planners. Like she's, uh, she's a better planner than I am. (laughs) And she, you know, sits down and she's like, these are my meals. These are my workouts. She's such, you know, very like structured. And when she first started working with me, um, her husband is that spontaneous guy he comes home and he's like hey it's a nice day outside we should go eat out at the blah 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 restaurant or ha i'm driving home and i have a hankering for you know greek food and it used to make her so crazy because she was that planner and she's like on the schedule i have we are gonna have salmon and you're saying you want to go out for greek food or you're saying that you want to go out to this restaurant or order a pizza and she's just like 
it made her, it used to make her so crazy. And so we worked together to have like, when your husband comes home and makes these requests, how can you roll with the punches without going like, oh my God, oh, what am I going to eat? Like, without having these like, you know, kind of like these like heart palpitations around that. And, and that's where we have to start to kind of like have that structured flexibility. Break free of that perfection that like your schedule sometimes isn't going to go the way it goes. And so, you know, we started, you know, really kind of like having that, be it having her be a little looser, right? Versus holding on so tight that if she felt like if she let go, she was screwed. And, you know, how many of you listening here feel that way that if you let go of your reins, you're screwed. And so I want you to start to say like, what would that look like for me? What would it look like if I just let go? And not in a like, you know, going off like the fuck it, you know, rabbit hole, but like, just like not white knuckle it, but just like hold it on like a normal person. And then finally, you get to the point where the mindset of like, you know what, I want it to be easy. And you're chasing what easy feels like. And that's freedom. You know, it's, and I will be the first person to admit, it's taken me a long time to get here. It's taken me a long time to get to the the freedom part that I'm not freaking out when I travel, that I'm not freaking out if there is a schedule change. I'm not freaking out about my workouts. You know, um, I did a whole podcast, you know, basically like blowing myself up, you know, talking about what my old thoughts were. Um, and um I, uh, I will link that in the show notes if you um, haven't listened to that, uh, listen to that podcast. So before I get down another rabbit hole, I wanted to talk about um, Ted Lasso, right? Ted Lasso is one of my favorite shows and it, and I like it because sports has so many crossovers into the nutrition world because it is all mindset, you know? I go, I, as an athlete, I need to go into a game saying I'm going to win. I can't go into a game and be like, can I win? Maybe I can win. Is it possible? Like, you need to go in like you are the champion. You know, even if it is game one of your season versus game 101, go in like I am a champion. And, you know, I live in Boston. Boston is such a sports town. And there's so many, like, comeback stories from Boston sports. And primarily, like, if it wasn't for the 2004 Red Sox, I don't know if you and I would be having this conversation right now. Um, And so that's when I really kind of just said anything's possible, right? After 86 freaking years, the Red Sox win the World Series. And so that was just my anything's possible. So Ted Lasso, very similar, like, very, like, uh, mindset-y. And so I'll, I'll, I'll um, link the clip in the show notes. But basically, it's he in the show. Um, one of the first things he did as the coach of the team in handwriting on like a poster board, just like, a, you know, like a fifth grader would do. He wrote the word believe and stuck it up. It's crooked and it's on it's on, it's in the locker room. All right. And so he talks in the video. He talks about how like someone ripped the sign. And everyone was like, we're jinxed because someone ripped the sign. And then he talked about like why it's not a jinx and just goes through this whole diatribe about like, it's you, right? You have to believe in you. It's not some sign that's on the board. It's not some vision board that you have. It is you looking at that and being like, 
embodying it is you say like putting it in your mind like a movie like yes I can have that flat belly I can drop those two dress sides I can stop eating like an asshole like telling yourself I can I can I can I can and so this video it's just so like powerful and so many times you know I'll tell you like sometimes my mindset up and down right sometimes I'm like who the hell am I and I have a whole um list of like YouTube videos that I just whenever I need that kick in the tush I watch it and I'm like all right girl let's go or music you know like if they're just like there's like a, a like a playlist that I have that I'm like boom all right it's this is how this is get shit done music. And so think to yourself, like, how do you become your own hype girl? Right. How do you how, how do you hype yourself up that you are just like, yeah, you know, you when again, athletes, whenever you see athletes like walking in, you know, they're showing the athletes like walking into the arena, getting ready for the game. They all have headphones on. All of them, all have headphones on. And I guarantee you, they're all listening to something that's their like, yeah, yeah, song, right? Uh, Whenever you go to a Red Sox game here, um, all of the players have their own personal walk-up song. Like the song that's like, this is the song that's going to have me get a home run. This is the song that's going to have me, if there's a guy on third, have me bring him home. Like we all have that song. So I want you to think like, songs youtube videos like what hypes you up so that on those days that you're just like ugh, this you're like all right i need my hype song i need my hype video and then you're just like ready to go and so when here's in the, in the belief stage right we have we have to i've got clear right i'm clear like i want a flat belly Boom. All right. That's my clarity. That, that's that's my destination. I popped into my GPS. Now, what are the actions that I have to take that to get there? Right. So your actions are your habits and your behaviors. Okay. So let me just give you a definition of like what the two, how, how the two are different, but then how the two are intertwined. First behavior, that is your response to your environment. So it's in your conscious mind. Right. So, um, Think about like this. Maybe you weren't thinking about coffee, but you see someone drinking coffee. You're like, yeah, that feels good right now. Or maybe it's the other way. See someone having a glass of wine. That feels good right now. That's a behavior. You see something in your environment and you react to it. So it is a conscious thought. Habits are unconscious thoughts, right? So I, if you, I use this all the time for habits because it's it's the most blatant thing I could think of. When you brush your teeth, do you know if you put water on the toothbrush, then brush your teeth? Or do you just put toothpaste right on the brush and have at? You know, do you wash your face, then brush your teeth? Or do you brush your teeth, then wash your face? Um, Do you put cream in your coffee first? Or do you put sugar in your coffee first? Like, those are things that are just it's it's automatic right that's those are habits they're automatic and they're done at your subconscious level so the focus is to be able to start doing things in your conscious brain that eventually will just become what you do and it now is a habit so that's you know in what i talked about the non-negotiables right now my habit is three to four vegetables and so consciously i'm adding in an extra cup right 
So I'm only adding in an extra cup. That's what I'm doing on a conscious level. But the three to four are just are normally are normally happening without me thinking about it. And so before I started, you know, this cups of vegetables, the other things I was trying to put into my habit hat was, um, and I, and I, and I, this is the first time in like the last, in the, in probably six years that I'm adding on to my non-negotiables. And I was like, you know, I've been talking about non-negotiables for so long. I'm like, it's time that I started something new so I can share with you, like, it ain't easy. Like I, I know, like, I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and be like, it. I uh I got five vegetables in you know if I or if we come back in 30 days I know that I'm not going to come back to you and say in 30 in 30, 30 days from now and say guess what guys I hit all my vegetables every single day I'm not going to say that to you and I'm not I, and I and I'm not saying it to be in a belief I'm saying is that I used to fall into that trap that if I didn't hit my five cups every single day I sucked no no, I know, I I know that it's it's not impossible, but I I'm going to strive for my good, better, best, right? I'm going to strive for fifty percent of the month. Can I hit that four to five vegetables, right? Can I hit five? Like so, good, better, best, best, thirty out of thirty, five vegetables, better, four out of five. Good. Three out of five, right? So it's like I'm I'm giving myself I'm great I'm giving myself grading on the curve. Like I'm not going for the A plus plus. I'm gonna go for the B minus, right? The B minus is getting five vegetables in, four vegetables in, right? So here is where we have to our thoughts are are we are more mindful of these thoughts, right? So that. We, when we're thinking about what it is that I'm, I'm choosing, right? You know, to, to get basic, to get consistent, you know, to just get to that like effortless way, I have to ask myself, how do I respond, right? Am I that person who, like, uh, there's a, a book called, uh, from uh, Brian Tracy um, called Eat the Frog? Am I someone who eats the frog and in the book, um, Eat the Frog? He is like, do the hard stuff first, right? Do your do your hard stuff first. Or am I that person who's like, you know, I like checking the boxes. And so I'm going to do something that feels challenging, but doable, right? So for me, challenging, but doable feels like adding that extra cup. And then I'm going to add the extra cup. But I'm, I'm, I'm asking you when you are thinking through this, right? Think it through, not in a way of like, I got to nail it. Like I need to do all the things. I want you to be like strategic, be so like laser focused. Like what is going to, what is going to feel challenging, but doable for me, right? Not like I'm going to pick the hardest thing so I can prove to myself I'm a badass. Like that's a story, right? So like now we're just trying to reframe that story in our mind so that it comes down to trust, trusting that what I decided on, what I got clear on, I can do. And, you know, I know you've all heard me say this, like make a decision to make it work, right? So here's in the trust part. Here's where I, I trust that I've made a decision and I can make it work. Like that's where the trust comes. And to do that, I must stay in the present moment. I got to go back to my actions and say, okay, so have a flat-ish stomach here are the actions I need to take. 
And then I write them all down, right? Just write them all down. Just sit down, brainstorm. Here are all the things, right? Then ask myself, of all the things, what feels challenging but doable, right? Because maybe you're already exercising. Great. Awesome. How many days are you doing that? Maybe you're already eating great. Awesome. Start a food log and take a peek and say, am I eating as well as I think I am, right? Because you know, I always ask you to use, uh, I always use the Arthur Ashe poem, like start where I am. I have to do an assessment. I can't just be like, I'm just going to cut all this shit out. Where the hell are you, right? You know, it's like, again, GPS. I can't be like punching and stuff if I'm like, I don't know where I am. Like, I'm like, where am I? So that we can decide maybe I'm already where I want to be. Maybe I'm not. So start where you are, use what you got. So if it requires you to like buy all this stuff, ask yourself, what can I do now? Like right now without being like, oh, when I get this or when the kids like, no, what can I do with right now? And be okay with it, right? So I'm gonna um I'll put the Arthur Ash poem in there because that's another one of my touchstones when I'm feeling like I gotta go, go, go. And and with that said, let me just say this one thing. You are not behind. I don't know who told you that. I don't know who needs to hear that, but you are not behind. I, that's one of the things I regularly hear. Oh my God, I'm so behind. Behind who? Who are you behind? Point them out. Run your own race. Everyone here works at their own, uh, their, with their, works at their own pace. And um, I use this example um, and I think it works really well. We, I want you to think about a highway. Here on the East Coast, most of our highways are three lanes. So that left lane, far left lane, is is the speed lane. I'm just going to punch that gas. I'm going to go as fast as I can and keep my fingers crossed. I'm not going to get a ticket. Some of you feel comfortable in that fast lane. Then we have the middle lane, right? This feels good. This feels nice. It's steady. And from time to time, I can speed up and go around someone I can slow down so I can move left. I can move right, right? Depending on my life. Then we have other people who are like, you know what? I've done fast. I've done middle. And they both have have just fried me. I'm going to stick with the slow lane. Great. Awesome. Pick that lane that works for you. Like, and you know, the, 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 the old, the adage, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. So that way you don't feel behind, right? Put on the blinders like, um, you know, the uh, horse, excuse me, you know, there's a horse drawn, horse drawn carriages and the, the, the horses have the blinders on so that the horse, horses aren't, you know, distracted by stuff. Put on your blinders and be like, I'm clear about what, what, what my goals are. Here are my actions. This is what I'm doing, right? This is what I'm doing. I'm doing it, giving myself 30 to 60 days of consistent actions 
and then reassessing, right? There's always has to be a reassessment, but the reassessment has to be at a time frame that makes sense. And most of us will change our bodies within four to six weeks. So that's why I say at least 60 days. Do I like a little like mini assessment 30 days in? Maybe it's too hard. Maybe it's too easy, right? But do a mini assessment and then we can do the full assessment after um, 60 days. And so, so like I said, the final thing is trust. I have to trust. And to do that, I have to stay in the present moment and I have to ask myself daily question. What am I doing on a daily basis to get me to my goal? And am I saying work out every day? No, I'm not saying work out every day. I'm not saying that every day has to be a, a A plus spot on day with your nutrition. I'm asking you, what are the steps you need to take? And that, you know, you identify that. And that's the beauty. Um, when I work with clients, I'm like, you are the captain, right? You are directing where the ship goes. I am just the tour guide. And I will tell you, hey, you know what? I hear there's weather coming up. Um, have you considered maybe wearing an umbrella, you know? hey, there is, you know, rocks ahead, you know, how are you going to skip over the rocks? Or, hey, um, have you thought about skipping over the rocks this way? You know, that's what a coach does is that we help you to navigate around things that we've seen with with our other clients, you know, things, research that we've read. Um, and the big thing is the daily actions, right? Everything has to be a daily action. And so, um one of the things I'm working on this summer and I'm inviting you to come is that I'm doing a thing called operation consistency. And this is where we nail the basics, right? Doing the boring as fuck things. And so operation consistency is a 66 day uh, challenge that combines nutrition, fitness, and lifestyle habits so that you never have to worry about getting off, off track. So in the, in the program, we will sit down and be like, what are your basics? You'll get action guides, um, checklists, weekly emails, just to make sure you develop lifelong habits that become, I'm sorry, well, let's just say lifelong behaviors that become habits, right? And so it starts on June 26th. So I'm going to add the link for you in the show notes so that you can check it out because, you know, um, I picked 66 days because, um, you know, Old research said it took 21 days to create a habit. And what we have found that it's not 21 days to create a habit. It's about, it's 66 days to create a habit. So it's almost more than double the amount of time that was originally um, originally thought. So I want anyone who's listening here, just to like, I'd love to hear your feedback on any of this that, I, that I've talked about. You know, are there areas that you feel stuck on? Uh, is there someone who needs to hear this? Uh, please feel free to share that with them. All right, Magic Makers, enjoy the rest of your day and I will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic Podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much. Thank you.